Hello and welcome to the Shout Out Podcast. My name is Dan and alongside me, as per usual, my co-host, Dan. How are you, mate? Good evening, Waterfall. Uh, hoops. <laughs> <laughs> what a start. What yeah. a start. Yeah. How are you, mate? Yeah, good. A bit of a different um, recording to last time. We had a Sunday morning, now we're on a Wednesday night, but that shouldn't make a difference. I've got a Pepsi Max and I'm ready to go. Ooh. That looks like a very nice soft drink. Something I might talk about a bit later on. Oh, don't give anything away just okay. yet. But uh, How are you, mate? Yeah, good, good, good. Gusto's high. Had a good week. Celebrated uh, Elliot Shirley and his fiancée, Emily's uh, engagement on the weekend. So oh, yeah. That went very well. That was a good night. That was a fantastic night. So, What did you end up doing after that? Uh, just popped into the maid yeah. for a little bit. So, yeah. yeah. Good night. Very good night. How about you? Yeah, yeah, about the same. Yeah, so, oh well, different episode we've got today. Um, we, we thought we'd try something different. Yeah, why not? So Get the fans involved, the fans or the audience that listen every week. They uh, deserve to have their share or their yeah. say. Well, they run the show, essentially, yeah. and uh, what, what would we do without every single one of each thousand of them, you know? I don't know. Yeah, so. uh, can't count them all on one hand anyway. No, exactly. So numbers are numbers shooting through the roof with the listeners at the moment, aren't they? Season two has been a lot better than season one. We have uh, Brad Hollis and um, probably uh, Ruben Lane ended season one on a high and just got the listeners ready for season two. Yeah, so thanks for that. And the, uh, the sponsors' big dollars also also helped, don't they? We need some more. We do. I've got a couple lined up, so they're, they're ready to go. They're okay. just waiting to, uh, to sign the dotted line. Mm-hmm. I've been holding back a little bit on that, so... Uh, yeah, we'll get that sorted very soon. So yeah, Sounds good. How about we jump straight into it? Should we tell the people what we're doing? So today is, well, I guess it's uh, let the audience decide, isn't it? Yeah, so we've got three or four segments that we run with every week and we gave the shout-out uh, Instagram followers a chance to decide what each topic's about. So um, the first one we're going with was uh, what's in the news. Let's get the opener. <laughs> we still haven't made one. What's in the news? Uh, we'll figure that out later. Um, all right. What is in the news? What's uh, What do the people want to talk about? Um, let's have a look. I reckon uh, two people, uh, Tim Lewis and Daniel Kwiatkowski, wanted to talk about the, uh, the, the fisherman, the South Australian fisherman that's lost off the coast for the second time in a matter of a few weeks. Yeah. If not, yeah. Yeah, the last two weeks. So from what I read, um, he went out to sea and got lost. He was he was lost for four days yeah. with a friend of his. Okay. They they found him alive and well. Um, and then after that, went, tried to sail out again, got stuck on a sandbar. And since that time, has gone out again. Okay. Sent out some distress. A third time, third time lucky, as they say, and sent out some distress signals to say that uh, there was some water coming on the boat and he was missing again. Yeah, right. I am. Um, I know two friends of mine. I uh, won't name them, but they've had two occasions where the sea patrols had to bring them back. Is that right? Yeah. And um, on one occasion, I was out fishing outside Lady Bay with um, good friend of the show, Spud, back in Shout out on his tinny at about ten thirty p.m. and the sun went down and. Uh, we we said, oh, we'll be right. You know, we got we got flares. Tim's like, no, no, no flares. No, oh, okay. No. Well, we got oars, don't we? He's like, no, no oars. Wait, so well, wait. You didn't have an engine. No, no. So sorry. We 
Yeah, we did, but the anchor got stuck and we couldn't get the anchor in and it was becoming a mishap and we had no life jackets and we couldn't see, yeah. Yeah, anyway, okay, how'd that turn out? Good experience. Yeah, no, it was good. What happened? Um, Henry Schilling, you lost his shit at Timber Canelo <laughs> and um, Spud got us out of trouble once again, so... Thank God. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Frank Chillington. Have you had any uh, boat mishaps? Um, uh, what happened? Uh, once I was out... Um, Fishy. Well, yeah, we were out on the river um, with my family and uh, Carl White's family, who is uh, our friend from the invention segment. Okay. And uh, this was on the on the Murray River, and our boats were probably 30, 40 metres apart, and we're all just, you know, half of each family is kind of on each boat, just got the got the fishing rods out over the um, into the water. And then uh, um, Carl's sister, Steph, decided that uh, she would absolutely launch a... Uh, a cast from the, their boat, so she just launched it to your boat towards our boat. Not not trying to hit us, but just trying to fish. Not even looking, and it just struck me on the neck. <laughs> um, that's uh, little rascals, isn't it? Is it Alfalfa? Does he get? Is it? Is he on the Murray River fishing? Sort of. Yeah, same thing. Um, so yeah, that was. Uh, but no, no, no hook entered me or anything. It was. Uh, it was just a sinker. If to you the neck. if you run into my mother. Stacey, Phoebe, or Castells, ask them about the time they almost, um, their ferry sunk in Thailand. Apparently, that's a good story. Excuse me? Yeah. Ferry sunk? Yeah, like they were on this ferry from one island to the next, and apparently it was like about to sink, but they managed to get there. Fucking hell. Mm. Any other boat stories? No, I think that would do us for now. <laughs> I think there's another one that we're not allowed to mention. But, uh, um, no, we'll leave that one. We'll bypass that one. So was there any uh, any more happening in the uh, in the news department? I think um, Alex Kelly wanted us to uh, give us a weekly update on Rob Schneider. Well, I've, um, I've typed in what's Rob, Rob, <laughs> Rob Schneider into um, Google News and it just the first article says, why no one in Hollywood wants Rob Schneider. <laughs> Is there a, like a Hollywood curse on some people? Like you know, like Brendan Fraser, or um, yeah, dare I say it, Nicholas Cage, typecasted. Like um, Sean William Scott, Stifler's never going to get another role again. Yeah, yeah. Isn't Brendan Fraser really good? I, I like in the yeah. Mummy. He was amazing. Yeah. But what what have you seen him in recently? Scrubs. Again, that was probably fifteen years ago, mate. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good point. Yeah. So I feel sorry for those guys. Well, Rob Schneider probably <laughs> duck his own grave. Although. <laughs> His movies are good, though, aren't they? Yeah, exactly. But I think that what's wrong is the movie industry, <laughs> if anything. <laughs> what's wrong is the listeners and the, the viewers. When was the last time a good comedy movie was released, just quietly? Probably Step Brothers. Mate, that was like 10 years ago. Um, mm, I'll come back to you on that. Yeah, okay. You got anyone? Mm, maybe This Is The End with Seth Rogen and James Franco. Yeah, that had its moments. Even then, that was probably five years ago. Yeah. They just don't release good comedies anymore. Um, that like Holmes and Watson was terrible. Or was that the uh, Will Ferrell, yeah. John C. Riley yeah. combo again? Yeah. Anyway. Oh well. Um, you send, got anything it, else? send in the best comedy. <laughs> you've the seen last recently. five years. What else happened? Um, Murphy Short said, "Could LeBron beat that UFC bloke in a fight?" So didn't specify. But <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who to assume. I would say probably not. Conor McGregor. I don't think LeBron. <laughs> I don't think LeBron would be interested in fighting Conor McGregor. Yeah. If that's who he means. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, who else we got? Yeah. Tim Lewis and Turk both said the fisherman. Ben Ferrudo, nothing social about social sports. Uh, I don't really know what's leave that how one. that's in the news. Um, USA presidential election is coming up. Yeah, November. Thoughts? 
Um, swinging back the other way, I think Biden got in front. Now Trump's getting close as it by the polls. Um, I was going to say, is that a DMAC opinion or a poll opinion? Oh, I don't know. It's hard to trust the news anymore. You Ooh. know, people are more likely, six times more likely to trust fake news than they are real news. So Trump, he's got a point. Everyone that's against him, it's fake news. Did he make up that stat? <laughs> Probably. But also, um, it's pretty funny. Like in the last election when uh, Obama was about to rerun, um, the Democrats were blocked by the Republicans about re-electing this new position because it was an election year. Mm. And now Trump wants to do the same. And he's saying, oh, I don't care about precedents. Like, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to um, bring this guy forward. On your Trumpy. You got any thoughts on the US election? I'm not really following it, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I'm more of a, yeah, Boris Johnson man, <laughs> to be fair. How's he going? Oh, I don't know. I'm just following an Instagram page called Boris Johnson Memes and uh, oh, he's hilarious. Talks about um, talks about his boat collection the other day. Um, uh, who else we got? All your, right. your brother's got the uh, muck up day here. Okay, so I've looked into this. Muck up day kids in Sydney, Sydney get in trouble. So what has happened is that uh, obviously muck up day um, just coming up. They've written out a list of, I guess, dares to do to each other. And if you do a dare, you get a certain amount of points. Okay. You follow? Yep. So, a bit let, like skins. Uh, I guess so. So let me read out a couple to you. Some are pretty tame and then they, they work their way up. Mm-hmm. So um, finish entire an entire family box in 10 minutes. Done. Yep. How many points do I get? They're all 20. Oh, I'll take 20. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, this is apprentice difficulty. So there must be a few pages of this, but this is all that's been released. Who's come up with this? Some genius. Um, pop up to a chick's Snapchat story with an audio message of you. Don't get that. Don't understand what that means. I think it's just sliding into the DMs and okay. instead of writing a message, just yeah. Uh, yeah, I can say something it. to oh, them. Yeah. Uh, steal the school flag. Um, Not bad. Wax your armpit. That's pretty good. Peekaboo, which apparently to the kids these days is uh, hook up with a girl with your eyes open. Okay. You done that before? <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> Do I get 20 points? Who I did? Yeah, is it 20 points? <laughs> apparently. Um, convince a restaurant to let one member wash three dishes. That's not bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, you a beer. Yeah, done that. Here we go. This one's probably not great. Um, sack tap a complete random walking past. Oh, no. Imagine no, not that. about that. Yeah. Your housemate loves to do that. Not a fan. Really? Yeah. Um, win 50 bucks on the pokies. Well, we'll try. Um, get with a blowy. <laughs> I don't know what a blowy is. <laughs> get with So a basically, below. someone's written this list and the kids at school are going to try and tick off as many of these things as they can. And then you get points and yeah. then you're the king of muck up day. I What's assume? happened to these people? They're looking at getting expelled at the moment. So, what do you do for muck up day? Uh, oh, we we got a we got a, a serve from a lawyer the day before, Mark Twiggs, I believe. Okay. To say don't do anything or you'll pretty much get kicked out of the school. But yeah. Didn't stop a few of the guys putting a sheep into a Glen Urbani's classroom <laughs> while he was teaching. <laughs> Remain nameless. Uh, I just can't remember who it was. Um, but yeah, didn't really do anything to be honest. Not really, um, you can't really anyway. No, not these days. Um, Except for these kids. Yeah, well, apparently it's back. What's a nang? <laughs> a n- a nang is, um, I don't know, I've never heard of that. Yeah. It's something to do with um, nossies and... Yeah. 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 Something the kids are doing. Apparently, yeah. Nang while ordering in McDonald's. <laughs> Wouldn't know how to do that. 
So, yeah, good luck to those kids. I hope they uh, don't get expelled. I think um, they're going to, aren't they? Uh, who knows? Um, on the, oh, hang uh, on, hang on. I'm, I'm just reading down here. Um, we got Ripper Cone on the Harbour Bridge. <laughs> yep. We've got... Uh, Can't say I've done that. Th- these are the ones which I think are worth a few more points. Um, we've got Shit on a Train. <laughs> Break into Taronga Zoo. Yeah. Drink six cruises in six minutes. Yeah, done that. Skull 700 mil bottle of vodka. Can't do that. That's a death wish. Yeah. Get arrested. Is the points for that one death? <laughs> I don't know. Get arrested. Must go to the police station in cuffs. <laughs> what was that? 100 points? It must be. I'd rather do, do do like four or five of the 20 point ones than that one. Like I'd rather do the... Uh, they get even worse, mate. I've just found some more. Um, students were urged to kiss a girl under the age of 15 and an, in brackets, Asian chick and have sex with a woman who weighs over 80 kilos, is aged over 40, or one who is deemed 3 out of 10 or lower. <laughs> These guys are ruthless. <laughs> we don't condone this sort of behaviour. Far this, out. This is absolute disgrace. This is... um. Yeah, no, I've had enough of these boys. All right, so uh, that'll probably do for that one. So... uh. To all the kids out there thinking of <laughs> doing any of these things, don't. Yeah, yeah muck up day will probably be around the time that this will come out. So, yeah, so don't don't do it again, Toby. Don't call again. So, well, there we go. There's uh, what's in the news this week. Oh wow, hoops, nice deck, mate. What's that waterfall? I said nice deck. What? Oh, sorry. I was practicing my New Zealand accent. I mean, nice deck. Oh, deck. Yeah, just had it installed by Elliott Constructions. Oh, they've done a great job. What else do they do? Houses, pergolas, decks. You name it. For all your carpentry needs, it's got to be Elliott Constructions. Yeah, agreed. I'll give them a call today. What was that again? Elliott Constructions. And now it's time for... Impersonation of the week. So on this edition of Hoops's impersonation of the week, we asked the listeners who should Hoops impersonate. What do you think of the responses? Very good. Yeah. Very good. Um, out of all the uh, questions we asked, this had the biggest response. Yeah, it did. Had, it about, did. had about seventy people. And it probably represents how much the, the listeners love this segment as well. well it's probably the most favourite segment. All they wanted to step up. True. Dad, yeah. Dad said to me the other day, he goes, who told you you were good at impersonations? And I said, uh, no, no one. But yeah. it's really not the point, is it? It's a lot doing them, don't you? Yeah, that's it. I'm not good at them. I just like doing them. So I think um, we might do a bit of a rapid round where you just say them and then I'll do them and then I might uh, I might go back and, and send some more out as well after. All right. Thoughts? So let's go with just off the top, Murphy Short would like to hear an Austin Powers slash fat bastard. Go. Austin Danger Powers. Sex. Yes, please. Oh, and uh, fat bastard. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back ribs. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back ribs. Chili, baby back ribs. How's that? (laughs) You're going to have to give me something, mate. I don't even know that. That fat bastard quote, if that even exists. When he's talking about wanting to eat Mini-Me. 
Yeah, okay. Have you uh, seen Austin Powers? I have. Is this one of those other movies you <laughs> no, haven't seen? I like Austin Powers, but yeah, good. I would have gone like... Um, this isn't the best quote. <laughs> what quote would you... What's the best quote of these people? Oh, no, I'm a fat bastard. Where's your accent? Get your own segment, mate. Um, what <laughs> about the- Joe Tarka, Hoots Valley? Footy trip with the boys. Yeah, is, nice. is that the quote that That's you would have good. gone for Hoots Valley? <laughs> Huge, Jesbo. Yeah. Um, Franco Bignone, Richie Benno. Who do I do? Richie Benno or Franco Magnone? Who sent this in? Uh, <laughs> just do the line. <laughs> two for 22. Bring it on, Skippy. Biggest hit since the Beatles. Chappelle, you're on fire. It's not good. That's <laughs> from the 12th man. Um, what about uh, Spud, uh, Zach Noonan and Nick Murphy all want you to try and have a go at me. Nick D-Mac. D-Mac. Waterfall. Waterfall. Okay. Um How's this? Um, I'm going to do D-Max top five kangaroos players today. Yeah, not bad. I haven't done it yet. <laughs> um, all right. Yeah, that's okay. I don't think I sound like that. Pabs uh, wants uh, Chris Tucker in Rush Hour 2. Shamal, Lee. Shamal. Kel wants uh, Marge Simpson. Mmm, homie. <laughs> you want a beer? <laughs> this is pulling apart. Really That's your best one so far. Yeah. Um, Michael Harders would like celebrity chef Manu. Uh, Pete Evans, there's not enough sauce on this plate. Um, Tom Bowler wants a pit bull. Cinema, get on the floor. Mr. Worldwide? Yep. Charlie O'Malley rounded off with a uh, Samuel L. Jackson quote. Enough is enough. I have had it with this motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane. Enough is enough. I have had it with these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane. Have you seen Have you seen that movie? Oh, yeah. It's so it's, bad. It's very good, isn't it? It's very good. It's like they're trying to stop this bloke who's upstairs. He's got to go to court and um, he's got to testify. So they put snakes on the plane to make sure it comes down. <laughs> oh, Seems it's... pretty plausible to me, mate. So there is uh, Hoops' best impressions. Hey, Hoops, loving your lawn. What is it? Um, I'm not sure how you pronounce it. I think it's... Kaikuya? Oh, Kaikuya. You sure, mate? Looks a bit more like buffalo. Nah, mate. None of that buffalo shit. You only get the best when you go to O'Malley Outdoor Creations. Yeah, fair enough, mate. I'll be sure to check them out. What are they called again? See ya, mate. And now it's time for... What's my lifelines again? 50-50, phone a friend, or ask the audience. I want to ask the audience. Alright, so 
uh, on the Ask the Audience segment this week, we really had to ask the audience, what would you ask the audience? Yeah, that's a bit of a double question. So, um, Keaton Rigney replied with, uh, I need you guys to ask the audience what you guys would ask the audience about who you should ask the audience. So, <laughs> we'll do that next week. <laughs> yeah, so, um, but we had a couple of good responses here. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, only... Only one can make it, though, unfortunately. Yeah, so we've gone with um, Tim Bacanello, Spud Bacanello for worst purchase ever. Yep. Um, what, what else did we get sent in, though? Uh, nothing really worth reading out. A close well, second, who invented the lawn? <laughs> that was from Ryan Tucker. I'm assuming it was probably what Mike Whitney. <laughs> um, and, you know, Kel said, who's the best you've seen at riding eskies? Yeah. And my sister gave me a good one that I'll use in the future. Oh, so. what? Ah, okay. We don't want to give that away, obviously. So, uh, what is your worst purchase? Uh, Yourself, DMAC? Um, Before we get to the uh, listeners? Well, is it worst purchase that I received or worst purchase that I didn't receive? Well, what what do you mean? Because I bought Fool's tickets that never came and I I bought a PS2 or PS3 from Yemen that never came. (laughs) And thanks to Anthony Moriello for reminding us of that. Yeah, so... sent in, so... Um, Yeah. Yeah, probably received, I guess. Worst but. purchase. I was in... Uh, no, that's not great. Yeah. Normally, I just get my sizing wrong. You know, I buy something and it's just too small or too big. I think Iconic um, is Iconic for that, essentially. So, actually, one that got sent in was from Alex Kelly. <laughs> he said the green pants. So, he thought he bought these, like, you know, you know, shorts that uh, would, you know, go before your knee, I guess. And he got them and they were big, baggy three-quarter pants. <laughs> Still wears them though. Yeah. For some reason, he's he's got this order from the iconic, and he opens it up, and he's ordered three pairs of shorts, all different sizes. Yeah, right. Just to make sure we got the right one. <laughs> well, yeah. Christian Rook um, had these pants that we wore. Around, he wore around Europe, and they were like, you know how like skinny jeans came in, and everyone was wearing like skinny jeans. Yeah. He had these baggy jeans Ooh. that had like a belt that didn't go around the top of the waist, but a belt that went around like the two or three inches lower and right. it went from like and there were straps for that can't explain how bad they were I'll see if I can find a photo of them I'll put it on the um, Instagram page but I think we burnt them on the last night did he buy them in Europe I can't imagine they'd even sell them in, in Australia yeah there's a lot wrong with that guy yeah uh, what's your worst purchase um, oh, I've bought some shit stuff I re- well recently I bought a, a <laughs> cleaning brush for the shower off eBay I wouldn't say it's a bad purchase though yeah works alright um Bought a watch strap, uh, didn't fit the watch. Yeah, um, but nothing, nothing outrageous. I once bought a rucksack, rucksack. Yep. Uh, in on eBay and it, like when it rocked up, it wasn't like it was like the size of a small backpack. Yeah, good. Photos really stitched me up there. Yeah, they can do that. That um, well as uh, that if anyone's seen the uh, I won't give it away. It actually makes the top three. So anyway, who else is uh? Who else uh is- Bill Giuliano got a set of bagpipes. I once borrowed them, so I don't think they're that bad a purchase. But... I remember when you used those. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Tucker, he's put down here the Heelys that were mentioned in last episode, but I don't think he regrets that. No. That's probably his best purchase. I was pretty happy with my Heelys that I bought. Yeah. Uh, Tools claims that he bought a Best of Rob Schneider DVD collection. But... I'm calling bullshit. <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> he already had it. Um, Kel the Green Pants. Uh, Scott Gilbert, my brother, the 1993 Red BMW. Continually broke down and looked shit. Do you remember that? Yeah, it was a stinker. First car? Yeah, yeah. and you know, 
couldn't get it fixed anywhere because no one had the parts and yeah. I can imagine, thanks Tommy. <laughs> I can imagine um, your brother would have been going for the uh, the cool look of Elliot Shirley because he had that red, red BMW or something like that. That was just so cool. Yeah, so that was a uh, real piece of shit. Um, who else we got? Tim Lewis spent $50 on a glass of vodka soda. Yep. Um, Considering he, um, yeah, pretty much owns a pub, it's, uh, I hope it wasn't there. I think uh, sometimes you might pay $25 for like a um, martini, like a, uh, mm. what do they call those coffee things? Espresso martini. Yeah. You like them? Yeah, you can't have too many of them. Mm. It keeps you up or not. Whilst we're talking about Tim Lewis, shout out to Nord Lager, which is now selling at the Bath Hotel. I think he wanted me to give that a shout out. Okay. Not happy with that? No, I didn't say anything. <laughs> Ouch. Okay, top three. Who uh, got there, number three? Number three is our good friend of the show, Mark Bowler. He bought... Um, Up the chalkers. He bought a couple of um, items off Wish. I think the the viewers, the, viewers, the uh, listeners would know about Wish. It always pops up on Facebook or Instagram about shit items that you might be thinking of because they sort of read your messages and stuff like that. Yeah. And he purchased a plastic sushi race rice shaper right um compression shorts and i don't want to imagine mark bowler wearing compression shorts <laughs> and a bluetooth speaker so all of them sort of broke within a few days yeah i don't understand that wish uh have you seen those ads come up on facebook yeah yeah completely fucked um I'm not much of an online shopper to be honest i've had well, except for yemen bad experiences <laughs> yeah uh number two we've got charlie o'malley bought a girl a drink once that the girl threw back on him yeah yeah, that's great. That's a good purchase. That's <laughs> right back at you. <laughs> Jokes on you, I'm already wet. <laughs> Fuck, that's funny. Um, number one. Number one's good. Hit me. So, uh, two friends of mine that I did physio with. Shout out. Friend. Ooh. Ooh, friend. Shout out to Michael Harders and to Ryan Kelly. Um, Michael Harders has done uh, dobbed in Kel, Ryan Kelly with... Um, his last ever South Adelaide gala, he played football for South Adelaide and he got quite intoxicated and he put his hand up for a bid on a dog kennel and won in the dog kennel Yep. Um, at $400. Jesus, that's a, it must be a good kennel. Doesn't have a dog. Ah. <laughs> so uh, I think um, Michael Harders wins the uh, stubby holder. Congrats. Don't know how we're going to get it to him. but Once, and, and don't come get it. <laughs> He'll find its way to you. <laughs> You'll get it. There's a few people we still need to give our stubby holders to. And shout out to uh, Ryan Kelly. I don't know what you're up to, mate. But we might have to have a pickup day if people just come and get it at a certain time. Yeah. Because we're not posting them. So No. Well done. Stubby holder coming your way. Hey, Waterfall. I am blind. Oh, really? What, have you been drinking? No, mate. Not drinking blind, vision blind. What do you mean? You can't see? Nah, I'm in love with these blinds. Just had them installed by Glimsol's Home Improvements. Ah, blinds. That makes sense. What's so good about them? Quality, price, just everything. And the guys down at Glimsol's are really professional. Oh, thanks for the tip, mate. I'll have to check them out. See ya, mate. And now it's time for... It's D-Max Top 5. So on uh, this episode, installation of... Um... <laughs> 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 I 
Uh, we've looked at um, asking the listeners what I should do a top five segment on. To be honest, I'm not entirely happy with the feedback I got. Is that because you're running out of ideas? Or? No, I've got plenty of ideas. But, um, to and me, that's not the reason we're doing this episode either. No, we came up with the idea of this episode back around episode six or seven. So When we were running out of ideas. <laughs> so, uh, Daniel Bell and Murphy Shaw, I liked your ideas. I'm not going to do them tonight, but I will do them in the future. Yep. Um, is there any others there that uh, will thank you but no thank you? Scott Gilbert said conspiracy theories. I haven't already done that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you did a South Australian conspiracy cons- yeah. series, so maybe you have to do a, a worldwide one. Uh, Matty Papillion said best friends. Uh, that get controversial. Yeah, you'd have to go through my MySpace top friends from 2007. <laughs> are your MySpace, does that still current? Who you had as your top five friends Mar- then? Marcus Quinn was number one. Would you still say that's the case? Yeah, close. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Caught up with him on uh, Saturday night. Yeah, good Watching Gordon Ramsay videos again. <laughs> um, no, legend. Yep. And Dan Franzon said best beer glassware. Don't yep. know yeah. I don't know how far you could get out of that. Uh, Alex Kelly said um, movie number four quotes, top five. I Am Number Four is a movie that he thinks is good, yet no one else thinks it's good. They released a, uh, a the first movie. And uh, left it on a cliffhanger, and uh, no one went to see it, so they just never brought out the second one. So, sorry, Kel, it's shit. Um, so I've got uh, two listeners, Ryan Tarker and Franco Bignone. Seems to be the same people that have. <laughs> uh, they've given me two uh, different top fives that I will do tonight. So we're going to do a double top five. What? Yeah. <laughs> wow. We need a different sting for that. I know. So um, yeah. He makes double top five. You don't don't worry, listeners. Don't go anywhere. You're 20 seconds away from the first ever double top five. <laughs> we'll let you sit down, compose yourself. Yeah, sit down wherever you are. Stop your car, pull over if you're listening to this in the car. Yeah. Um, get ready. Tell the pilot if you're on a plane. This is going to get big. All right. So Ryan Tarker has requested top five soft drink flavors. Yep. Very good. <laughs> Wait, these are the best ones, are they? Yeah, these are my best five. Yeah. And Franco's gone with um, top five uh, shape. Biscuit flavors, shapes, brilliant, brilliant. boxer shapes, love it. So, um, boxer shapes, you know the like the Australian item that everyone has. Absolutely, I was having some pre-show. I won't say what flavor. Yes. Um, whilst because it wasn't chosen, um, let's go potato chips. What would your number one be? Oh, I probably had a lot of that honey soy and chicken over the years. Oh, Red yeah. Rock Deli. Yep. Um, yep. I used to like those um those uh, packets that used to have the flavoring in them. Sandboy, I used to put the extra <laughs> bit of atomic tomato for you. Uh, what's your favourite? Uh, Smith's thinly cut salt and vinegar chips. So let's start with the uh, top five. So we're going to do each one side by side. So the would, would you say the flavours work well together, or you haven't we re- can, you haven't researched? We that can yet, so. um, we can discuss that. So uh, honourable mentions: vanilla Coke. Yep. Schweppes Agram. Excuse me. And uh, Kirk's Snowdrop. Oh, not in the top five. Not in the top five. Fucking hell. So number five for soft drink and shapes. I've got number five, Passiona. Ooh. And number five, Chicken Crimpy. Yeah, nice. Nice. Yeah. Um, the Chicken Crimpy is notoriously quite a dry biscuit. Mm. So you do need a nice refreshing drink with it. So the... The passiona and chicken crimpies don't go together, but in this case, they probably could. But yeah, that's that's where I'm coming from. Yeah, that's where my brain's going. Yeah. Um, but I, I do approve of the chicken crimpy passiona. 
Uh, also a great drink. Passion yeah. is a great drink. Really good to have with Mexican. And chicken crimpies, I don't like that much, but there's not much else after the top four. <laughs> there's top- so many flavors of soft drink, but only like, yeah, not that many of shapes. So, um, anyway. so number four on the soft drink side of things, I've gone for a Pepsi slash Coke. I think you're going to have to make a call there, man. That's controversial. Fucking hell. No, you're going to have to make a call. Um, cola. Coca? Cola favorite drinks. Pepsi Cola? Oh, okay. I actually, I actually no, think Pepsi's better than Coke. There, that's what I wanted. And are you calling Max or non-Max? Uh, Pepsi Max is really good, but Pepsi's better. You've currently got a Max right in front of you. Cheese and bacon is number four on the shapes as well. Yep. Good. Um, can't say I have them that often, but I like cheese and I like bacon. The top three shapes are probably what's in our household the most. So number three. Uh, Do you know what's also good about shapes? They're always on special. Yeah. And they're always at the front of the aisle and you're like, fuck, I'm, yeah, I'm going to get some shapes. Sometimes it's like two for six bucks or something. Yeah. And one's for $4. And uh, I quite often, um, when we play Ricky Potting Cricket, I always bring over a pack of shapes, don't I? Mm-hmm. And you, you, and you the supply routine. the cordial. Call the cordial. Yep. Um, Sorry. Sorry <laughs> interrupt. Continue. Do you think that they're always on special or do you reckon they purposely overprice them so that they get there? Let's not go there. <laughs> That's a conspiracy for you. Yeah. Um, number three soft drink is Kirk's Pasito. So, wait, is that very similar to the Passiona? Yeah, it's better. Okay. And number three for shapes is nacho cheese. Ooh, not bad. What, what do you call cheese that's not your cheese? Nacho cheese. I, um, I was like upstairs at my house and I came downstairs and there's this Mexican in my fridge. Mm. And I said, what are you doing in there? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, why, do, um, why do Mexicans not uh, like watching sport? <laughs> why? It's always on delay, on delay. I made that joke up. Number two. <laughs> <laughs> Wish I hadn't. Number two uh, for soft drink flavors is Solo. <laughs> yep. Not to get confused with Lyft, which sucks. Shove the Solos up your ass, mate. <laughs> 70 points, we're up by half time. Granny, 70 points. Yeah, we've lost by three. Go and fuck yourself, fellas. And it's doing my fucking head in! I put the fucking time in each way. I'll get Fano to do the videos, I'll get bananas, I'll get lollies, I'll get solo. Shove the fucking solo up your ass! Seriously! Don't open the can. Shove it up your fucking ass. <laughs> Go. Solo's a lot better than Lyft. Lyft I buy the Lyft, Solos. Lyft's not great. Yeah. Yeah. I um killed Solos by drinking them at Falls all the time. Mm. And you'd mix it with that really shit vodka. Mm-hmm. And you're drinking them warm all the time yeah. for four days straight. Yeah. So it, it's kind of ruined it for me. But I have um slowly been bringing it back in. Like after a game of footy, a, a can of Solo. Low on fizz so you can... Slam it down fast. I agree. Solos go through too quickly almost. Yeah. Yeah. And they made remember they had that ad Lime. on TV. Oh, the lime's not bad. Yeah. They had that ad on TV where they um the guy would <laughs> got on his wheelbarrow and was <laughs> wheeling down the street because he drank he smashed a solo. Nah. We'll put it up for the listeners. Um number two for shapes is barbecue. Oh <gasps> no. <laughs> no. What? It's my favourite. 
It's so very think, interchangeable I, with the top one. I think I know what number one is going to be. I, that, I, I can I can go into my pantry and see barbecue or the next one and be pretty happy. But I think yeah. I've had too much barbecue to call it my favourite. Maybe at a different time of year you'd be happier. Number one for soft drink. What do you reckon? As you're um, swallowing a nice glass of water, Pepsi. Um, you've gone through the main ones. I'm gonna th- I'm gonna go with an orange drink because it hasn't been mentioned. I'm gonna go with Fanta. Fanta, number one. Really? Yeah. <laughs> By far the best drink ever invented. Wow. And but first choice. Who loves orange soda? Who loves orange soda? <laughs> Kale loves orange soda. Is it true? Is it true? Oh yes, oh yes, oh yes, it's true. Ooh. Yeah, so um, Fanta was my childhood favourite drink. It was my teenage years favourite drink. It was my uh, late teens, early adult life favourite yep. drink, and now it's my favourite drink. So it's you could have just <laughs> so it's yeah that right. and green cordial. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Uh, wow, Fanta. Yeah. Who else is a Fanta drinker? Is there someone else in your group? I thought Spud was all over the Fantas as well. Spud likes a Fanta occasionally. Wow. Um, I didn't. What's your favourite soft drink? Uh, I'm all over the Pepsi Max these days, but yeah, Snowtop is uh, a big fan of. Uh, I said Snowdrop. No, you, I think you said Snowtop. Okay. Um, I, I would have created you other, but uh, also like a um, like a creaming soda every now and then. Yeah. Certain like uh, footy ovals that you go to in yeah. the amateur league that you go to have the, the Kirk. The pink one. Yeah, yeah the good. Kirk selection. Um, apparently, when you're hungover, the best lemonade lemonade is the yeah. best drink you can have. As Lem- well, so. Lemonade isn't that great. Um, but when you're not mm. feeling well, or when you put it with green cordial, it's really good as well. Yeah, okay. We should try that. Uh, so, listeners, make sure you uh, slide in the DMs. What's your favourite soft drink? Yes. Uh, did you say what your number one shapes was, If in case it wasn't obvious? Pizza. <laughs> um, so, going back to our uh, invention segment... Do, do you remember the commercial with a little, like... The shapes were having like little band on there. Yeah. yeah, I always think about that when I'm eating the shape. Um, Carl White from the invention segment said he would like to invent a pizza in which the flavor on top of the pizza is the flavoring from the pizza shape. Shape. Yeah. Thoughts. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> what about? Sorry. What about a cross between barbecue and pizza shape? Fuck. Is that too much flavor? Yeah. What is barbecue shapes? What is the flavour of barbecue? Oh. I was just going through the list of all the um, shapes and they all contain some sort of cheese. You wouldn't want to be lactose intolerant. Yeah, right. Yeah. Some of the other shit ones out there, there's... um, I'd like to give a special mention to the Dixie Drumstick, who's no longer around, but yeah. I, uh, I used to really enjoy. Cheddar? Um, cheddar, you know. No good. Savoury? Um, oh, Savoury, I don't understand at all. Mm. Um, it's a just terrible, terrible shape. So, listeners, uh, I might do a poll. Barbecue versus... Pizza. Pizza. And for anyone out there that thinks chicken crimpy is close. DM you, slide. You've got fuck off. You've got some issues. <laughs> I think you need some counselling. Brilliant. So another great episode of uh D Max Top Five. Yeah. Not not that happy with it. <laughs> but thanks, listeners. That's what happens when you let the listeners decide, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Go back to our own stuff. So, we asked the listeners of who they would like to give a shout-out to this time. Brilliant. So, who we got? Tom McVan. Yep. Uncle Craig. Hopes he's well. And he does listen, Uncle Craig. 
Yeah, that's very, sounds very similar to uh, what you say on LinkedIn. When uh, are you on LinkedIn at all? No. Yeah, every um. I still drink soft. I still drink Fanta. Yeah, that's true. I forgot about that. So, uh, yeah, there's a uh, they've they've just got like quotes that you can say to people. Um, instead of actually writing it out, if that it'll be like this person has worked here for three years as a like a status update. Okay. And then you just press a button and it just goes, "Congrats, let's catch up." Right. Yeah, it's good. Okay. Tom, Tom McVean got me the other day. Tom O'Malley, my housemate, who is grinning as we speak. He gets he gets everyone all the time. And have you caught up with any of those people? No. Yeah. <laughs> we so uh, who else we got? We got uh, Ryan Tucker, the bride man. He's got a uh, shout out to the MC from the Ross Trevor discos from back in the day. So uh, you probably remember him, D-Mac. Ross Trevor socials. Yeah. yeah. So there was a guy who would um, yeah, essentially just uh, yeah put the music on and then to pump up the crowd, he would just go, Ross Trevor. And that... To be honest, it did get me up and about. Yeah. He made me go up there once and sing um, I Kissed a Girl by Katy Perry. Really? Mm. Top five karaoke song? <laughs> no, I'm still scarred by that moment. Yeah, that uh, you would have been... A, the lads would have got around you on the next day at school. Uh, it was a Saturday the next day. Anyway, uh, Buck's honour. Yeah. He wants to give a shout out to the Sicker Special. <laughs> the Seb Sicker Special and uh, Maxie McKay. The Maxie McKay special, he's doing lawn mowing specials now. Oh, as well. okay. So. so slide in the DMs if you need a good lawn mow. Yep. Um, my brother Scooter is uh, wants to give a shout out to Lordy Giants, who's doing it tough in Victoria at the moment. So yep. hoping those restrictions ease and he can be back by Christmas. Um, shout so. out to everyone in Victoria. Yeah, bad times over there. So get well. Alex um, Kelly wants to give a shout out to the big cheat chos. Yeah. So the the big. Che- <laughs> is yeah a, it was uh foss uh a friend of ours um he had a bird just on his side mirror uh, which he referred to as the big chichos once and uh that's pretty much all there is to it but oh, it's, it's fucking amazing you love it mate I do. oh you love it uh franco mignone gives a shout out to mike whitney uh, uh, who gets a mention on pretty much every episode so far and um i don't know who oh sorry yeah, yep. so we got and uh vicky humphreys who is uh the partner of Daniel Kuturski, our, our, uh, our top listener, who uh, wants to give a shout out to Daniel Turk for being the best dad and partner. And, so, and listener. Yeah, and he is. He's a great listener of the show. He's, uh, his daughter even uh, really appreciated her shout out as seen on the uh, podcast uh, Instagram. So That'll do us, I think, Hoop. Absolutely. Um, so, great episode. Well, I'm just going to say to those who might be thinking, oh, where'd that last 40 minutes of my life go? <laughs> you guys decided the content. <laughs> You guys need a lift. It's their fault. Yeah. Right. We can only do with what we've got. But you did well, Hoops. I thought you um, you nailed those impressions. <laughs> oh, God. I'm going to listen back to them and not be too happy. But yeah. uh, anyway, thank you for joining us today and uh, enjoy. Big guest isn't too far away. Mm, hopefully. Catch you later.